Hi loves, welcome to the Love Letters from Your Higher Self, the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. So I prepared a reading for us today and um, I was looking for some spreads that would be like with the Halloween theme and I found one that is a cute one and um, I wanted to say that like it's gonna be playful but uh, at the same time I don't want to make the same mistake because I once said it uh, on my Russian uh, pick a card podcast I said like I I found a reading I found a spread and I was like uh, it sounds playful so it's gonna be playful and it turned out to be deep as fuck and so like I don't know what's gonna happen here I don't know is it gonna be but like you know they are always the readings are always like spot on and this is why like they touch your soul and this is why um they often are deep even if playful so but yeah like uh when i chose this reading i thought that it was playful so we'll see how it goes and um i already pulled three cards for three groups from the lenormand deck uh, that will be our identifying cards Oh, there's something in my eye and I, I just can't open it. So, I mean, like, I can't open it, but, like, there is something in there that is... Mm, makes it difficult to look, to see what's in front of me. Um, okay, but, like, I wanted to do a little, a little tiny meditation before we start choosing our deck, I mean, choosing our pile, choosing our group, I want us all to, like, close our eyes, close your eyes, if you can, if you can't, don't, um, I mean, if you need them, well, I mean, like, we all need our eyes, what am I saying, but you know what I mean, like, if you can, if it's possible for you now, uh, if you're not busy with something, uh, close your eyes, and let's imagine that we already received, you already received the message that brought clarity into your life. And you were like, oh, right, I know, okay, I just realized that I didn't uh, tell you the questions that we're going to be answering, but I will do that in a second. So imagine that you received clarity, you received the message that you needed to hear and it was helpful and it was inspiring, it was empowering and um, feel the feelings, you know, feel how it feels when you're like, oh, right, it makes so much sense, thank you, now I have this clarity, I'm so grateful, now I know what to do, like now I, I see clearly and it's you know, it's the feeling of relief and it's feeling of inspiration. It's like, ah, you know, gratitude maybe. And I want you to just be in these feelings for a little while. And take a few breaths, you know. Let's breathe together. Let's take a breath Breath in, breathe in. Let's take a what? How is how it is called? Breath in? Anyway, Inhale. And exhale. Okay. And uh, you can open your eyes now. And I will read to you the questions first. And then we'll look at the cards. So, 
the questions. There will be three questions. And the first one is, what is haunting me from the past? The second one is, how, I, how can I bury it for good? And the third one, what do I need to bring back to life that will benefit me? And this is the spread from Pinterest that I took from Cosmic Fairy. And I will um, leave in the show notes the like the name or the link, uh, the name of the author of the spread. Um, and now let, let's look at the piles, at the identifying cards for the piles. And for group one, we have... And I wish I knew how it's called in English. Hold on, I need to check. Okay, it's called Scythe. And now I know I learned something new today. So Scythe is like this thing that you repeat the grass with. So group one is Scythe. And group two is Ring. And for group three, we have a tree. I got confused. I'm so confused. Like um, when I don't know some words, I it like it ruins my self esteem. I mean, like it, it doesn't ruin my self esteem, but like it messes with it. And then I'm like, oh, do I need to say the tree or a tree, the ring or the ring or the ring or a ring? Anyway, anyway, see, oh my god, now I can't record a reading because I forgot completely how to speak English because of it. Okay, once again, group one, scythe, group two, ring, group three, tree. Okay, and um, um, if you want some more time to choose, uh, you need to pause the podcast. And if you're ready, let's start and you will find timestamps for each group in the show notes. And we'll start with group number one. Okay, group one, your identifying card, identifier card was Scythe. And I'm not going to look into it right now. Um, I will just start with the cards that I pulled for you for questions one, two, and three. Uh, but usually somewhere in the middle of the reading, this card that was your identifying card was uh, like it starts making sense to me and it adds some different flavor you know to the reading and then I will share it with you why I feel what I sense um not why I feel what I feel what I feel and what I sense and I can't speak English today I'm sorry like it's weird um but I want to say that I sense decisiveness for now this card for me is decisiveness but like We'll see. It's just that it's just something that I sense. Uh, but again, I'm not going to look too deep into it right now. So the first question uh, that we're going to look into, I mean, that we're going to receive the answer to is going to be what is haunting you from the past. So let's see what's haunting you from the past that you need to let go. And... Um, I see it's like a dream, some dream, something like some regrets from the past that you and I'm using the new deck here and like I'm just getting familiar with it and I think I need some help with other like with the help 
some help with the help, <laughs> some help from other deck. Um, and I will use the wizard's tarot for help because like it's one of my favorite decks. But here what I see is like your regret, your um, thinking, you know, like you made some choice in life or maybe some choices in life and like everything is good, everything is great. You're taken care of, you're loved, you're supported now, but you keep getting back in your mind to, but what if, but what if, like, I chose that, or it could be this fear of, but what if that, what I didn't choose, find me, like, maybe you made the choice in life, uh, running away from something, uh, and now, like, you're doubting, you're scared, you're constantly worried, and you can't really relax because you think that the past will find you. And, uh, yeah, it keeps you alert, it keeps you in fight or flight, and you just can't receive, you can't fully relax and receive love and support from the universe, from your family, from your friends, I don't know, uh, from, like, from the outside world, I, was, I will say, because you're worried, because you're worried that, um, like, some of your secrets may surface, you know, and you don't want them to be found, and, um, like, it bothers you, and it keeps you up at night, maybe, and it, it doesn't let you relax, and you're stressed, and this is what's haunting you in the past, I mean, from the past, and let's see, the next question is going to be how you can bury, I want to say bury for some reason, because like it's B-U-R-Y, and like it looks like it should be uh, read bury, but it's bury. How can you bury it for good? Let's see how you can bury it for good. You can enjoy, just enjoy the present. Like, you know, uh, it's this classic... Um, advice that we hear over and over and over again from a lot of people from a lot of coaches that like the only thing that exists is now here and now right and like um when we worry we're in the future that hasn't yet come and when we regret something, we're in the past that is already in the past, you know, and you can only live in the future. And if you keep uh, getting back to that in like over and over and over again, it will be active in, in, in your vibration and you will be attracting it, you know, and it's just... It's just worry. And what you need to do is you need to um, pay attention to the past. I mean, what? Pay attention to the present and like be in it and enjoy it. Like enjoy it. And um, I know like it's easier said than done uh, because like the advice from your spirit team for you now is to just be in your body and not in your mind and receive with your body and pay attention to your pleasure, you know, and um, just have fun with it. And like, it's, it's about being in the body and not in the mind. And um, <laughs> this is, this is why even like, I know that even for me, it's, 
easier said than done. And I know that, like, this is how um, it would be very helpful to live our life. But unfortunately, like, um, it's not that easy. And uh, let's see what else we have. The third question was, how do I need? Uh, what do I need to bring back to life that will benefit me? And um, I will look at that card and we will receive the answer to the like to that question and then I will add some I will pull some additional cards for you because like I feel that you need more help with this issue because like it's a big issue like the thing that is haunting you is big and massive and I feel like like it's you know it's hard for you to just let it go because it's fear you can't let go fear you need to um, you know, either work through it or you need to make yourself, like, help yourself feel safe. And so we'll look more into into it. But let's see, maybe, like, this third card will help us um, to add more clarity to the situation. So what do you need to bring back from life that will benefit you is your curiosity, I think. You need to stop judging yourself for um, for being curious, for, um, you know, when, like, even for, I would say, being, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not jealous, because jealous is like when you are jealous of someone, right? Or is it jealousy? Like when somebody has something that you don't and like you feel upset about this, is it jealousy too? You need to stop judging yourself for, from, for feeling that way. Like when you see in the outside world something that you want, it's okay. And, um, you know... Jealousy just shows us... Is it jealousy? I'm not sure, but you know what I mean. Like, it shows us uh, what we want. And, like, we feel discomfort because we look at someone else who has what we want. And, like, we want it too. But there is, like, a vibrational difference between having it and, like, where you are right now. Because you have some... Um, you have some programming that is a limiting programming that you need to heal and you need you need to you know choose something else and something different for you but it feels like um, you don't believe that you get to have it too or maybe you don't believe that you're good enough or worthy of having it too and this is why like this is why we feel what we feel and we feel upset about it, and we feel upset about somebody having something that we don't. And um, what you need to bring back to life is this curiosity, is your, um, you know, ability to pay attention, your mindfulness when you feel emotions like this. And um, get curious, get curious of like, Mm, you know, sometimes people come to my sessions. Oh, I need to move the table a little bit. Uh, sometimes people come um, on my sessions, come to me, to work with me. <laughs> um, and they say, like it happens very often, 
they say, I don't know what I want in life. And, um, and when we start working, like when I start channeling messages for them, when I start connecting with their higher self and with their spirit team, um, it turns out that like, I forgot what I was going to say. What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say that, like, um, it turns out that they know what they want, but they have so many uh, limiting ideas inside their head that they are like, you know, the constant dialogue that is happening within their, I don't know, heart, within their heart, within their mind, is the inner child saying clearly, like, what it wants, and then their, you know, adult slash in a critic because like uh you know when we're just starting when we're, when we're just in the beginning of our journey you know of our spiritual journey we sometimes feel that like the voice of our inner critic is our inner adult that is logical and realistic and we need to listen to it more which is not true like you know adult and inner critic are two different aspects of us and like um you know our inner adult can and should be supportive of our inner child. But like the case that I see often on my private sessions is that a person would come and say that like they don't know what they want. And at the same time, they start describing the, like their situation to me and I clearly hear their desires, but they don't. Um, and they have all the limiting beliefs that say that it's impossible for them, it's hard, uh, they don't have the resources, they don't have the money or the, I don't know, connections or uh, whatever else um, to, you know, to go after their dream. And the case is that it's not about that they don't know, it's about that they don't believe. And why am I telling this to you is that Maybe it's your situation. Maybe you think that you don't know what you want in life because you're too preoccupied with hiding, with um, being worried about the past or uh, being worried about that you had more in the past that you have now. And, um, you know, and you can't, you, you're constantly in your head and not in your body. And what you need to bring back to life is your curiosity and your readiness to look into um, your desires and your thoughts. And maybe you got disappointed with the inner work or with, or with the shadow work, or maybe you didn't try shadow work and you should. And um, it's about decisiveness again. Like I'm looking at the card, the identify card. Um that helped you choose the scythe and um, um, let me see again I want to look at all the cards you know it's just like right now to me it's about saying goodbye to the f to the past like decisively you know Make decision that like the past is in the past, and even though I described it as such a big deal, and like for you in your head it's such a big deal, 
let's actually pull a few cards from the um, wizard's tarot and i want to ask your spirit team and my spirit team to help us like um with the advice i want to i want them to give you an advice on how to address this issue your obsession over past like it's something that is um bothering you from the past and like what what to do with it we need guidance you need guidance um let's see so um it's about listening to your heart the guidance like how you can conquer your fears for of the past is don't looking that don't don't looking not looking that way anymore don't look at the past stop focusing on it control your thoughts you need to control your thoughts you need to learn how to control your thoughts more um because right now it feels like uh you know you are feeling like you're a victim of your mind i had a friend uh, a few years back and he used to say that you know sometimes it feels like my mind is controlling me and it's not me who controls my mind but it's my mind who controls me and um like this is the vibe that i'm getting from you it's like you like you feel like you don't have a choice and you come back like you constantly get back to um like to those thoughts destructive thoughts that keep you scared and um follow your heart it's time for you to stop you know to let go of the past and maybe do a do some practices on forgiving maybe listen to some guided meditations on youtube uh search for like forgiving meditation forgiveness meditation forgiveness visualization something like that but you need to let it go and you need to let it you need to let it like you need to let bygones be bygones basically and um, you need to focus on what you want and jealousy helps you with that like when you feel upset because somebody has something and you don't, it means that you want it too. It's your desire too. And maybe not exactly. Like for example, uh, my sister moved to another city recently. And when she moved, I felt this, you know, pang of jealousy. And I was like, I want to move there too. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, I know how to look at jealousy and not judge myself. And I was like, it's interesting. I never thought I wanted to move to that city. But like, okay, let's look into it. But then uh, a few days um, went by and I realized that, no, I don't want to live in that city, but maybe I want to move somewhere. Like, I don't want to live in the city where I am right now and I feel a little bit stuck here. Uh, but I need to start manifesting, moving, like, because I do want to move. And that jealousy was telling me that I'm not paying attention to some of my desires, you know. Learn to work with it. Um, learn to be curious about it and learn to accept yourself. Like, what you need to, what was the third question? What you need to bring back to life that will benefit you is this curiosity is this self-acceptance is this 
uh, attitude where you choose to think that there's nothing wrong with you and like no matter what you feel there's nothing wrong you just accept it and you work with it and you're like okay I feel like this right now and I don't want to feel like this. I want to feel better. So how can we transform this, the feeling that I'm feeling right now, and feel better, you know? So yeah, this is um, what I want to... And like I also want to pay attention again to question number two that was about... um, how you can bury your past for good and it was about being in the present moment and being in your body being in your body enjoying the simple pleasures of life uh, like going outside like um i don't know taking bath like using your senses to help you to um, keep you present you know um looking at something beautiful smelling something beautiful um, touching something beautiful, you know, and enjoying uh, your favorite people's company, and I don't know, making love, and um, going outside, or um, starting like working on your creative ideas, you know. Like you have so many delicious things that you could do, and you just. You know, you're not paying attention to them because you're too worried. And um, I want to say to you, like, and this is what basically keeps me distracted a little bit from this reading, is that the new deck that I'm getting familiar with with the help of this podcast um, is Sexual Magic Tarot. And it's um, very sexual pictures, like there are like slightly erotic pictures um and um like um you know and it's a new deck i didn't work with it yet but i enjoyed the pictures when i saw it um and this is why i bought it uh, and now i want to say to, like why i decided to bring it up because like i i didn't have to um is because like there is this theme this erotic theme this sexual theme that's happening like um and it i don't mean that um there's something about like sexual theme in your mm, like in your reading in general but the the um the images help to understand this like on the first picture uh, and the question to the first question was um what is haunting me what what is haunting you from the past so there is this couple that is making love and the woman is not really like paying attention to her lover she's looking uh, somewhere like mm, uh, she's looking at something above her you know and uh, it's like on this picture they're making love um behind the curtain and on the other side of that curtain, there is some men doing something. I don't know. Like it doesn't. It doesn't matter. And like I can't see. He's very tiny. the The picture of him is very tiny. But she's like not in the moment. You know, she's making love to her lover, and she's not paying attention to the lover. She's thinking about something else. And then the the second question was how you can bury it for good. And 
there is another couple uh, making love in another place, like in the forest, where they are alone and they're enjoying it and they're uh, being playful and they're smiling, giggling and like, you know, and like it makes sense, you know. And I wanted to add this, um, I wanted to add this to this reading, that like, look at what you're missing right now. Like, you are in the process of your own life and you're not paying attention to it because you're thinking about either present or the past. And like, the key to living a good life is right here. Like, get back to your body and pay attention to what's happening around you. And this will help you to conquer your your fear of the past. Will you just choose when you just choose to enjoy the present moment? And it's so important. And it's such a good reminder for all of us. It, like, it's just so good. Oh my God, it's so good. And then, um, since we're talking about this deck and the imagery, um, I want to say also that the third question was how, what to do what do what do you need to bring back to life that will benefit you and here we have a couple making love and then there is this man looking at them and to me it says that like um it's as if you now on this picture were this person who is looking you know or maybe oh my god this makes so much sense. I was going to say, maybe you are the man on this picture who is looking. And this is why I was talking about jealousy. Like, maybe pay attention to what like, what you want, what others have and you don't. But don't judge yourself for them. I mean, what? Don't judge yourself for the feelings that come up and don't judge them for having it when you don't. Just look at it and realize that you can have it too. Allow yourself to have it. But now I'm thinking... That maybe you need to relax and let past be the past and forgive yourself. And like, um, what will help you to conquer your fears is if you just let the past be. And like that lady on the first card that was not fully enjoying, um, because like not fully enjoying um, sex because she was thinking about something like happening near her. Um, and like on the third picture, there's a couple making love and there's somebody watching, but they don't care. Maybe let it go. Maybe just, um, you know, stop trying to control everything and just enjoy what's happening with you, what's happening around you. Find a way to make like every experience um, pleasurable, you know, and just like decide that, um what's not in your control is not your control is not in your control and let the little let, let life guide you you know let the universe take care of everything else and just trust that when you enjoy life and when you're being present and when you're uh, enjoying your like everyday experience everything else gets solved and like this is what i want to leave you with because this is such a good message. Just let it go and enjoy the present moment. This is what you need right now. And this is your Halloween-ish, <laughs> Halloween-y um, message. Maybe like for the next few, like maybe for next week, for the next, for the next week. Try to do that. Uh, make it an experiment. Maybe document your um, observations. And try to 
um, maybe set a reminder for yourself a few times a day to get back to the present moment and enjoy the present moment more. And yeah, this is such a good message. I love it. I love it for you. And it's so inspiring to me too. And this is what I'm going to leave you with. Pile number one, thank you so much. And also I want to say the card that helped you pick the size, the the scythe, the scythe. It's about decisiveness. Make it with decisiveness. Like, decide to do this. And be, you know, serious about your decision. Be playful, but, like, um, spend some time. I mean, like, um, set an intention. This is what I'm trying to say. Set an intention and uh, see what happens. Stay true to this intention for a while and see what happens. Okay. Now I feel complete. Um, pile number one, thank you so much for choosing my podcast. Thank you so much for spending time with me. And I hope I helped you. I hope this reading helped you. And um, I appreciate you. I'm so grateful that you're here. And um, I want to also remind you that I have another podcast that is called Joyous to be Podcast. It's my um, solo podcast where I just share my thoughts, share the inspiring ideas and sometimes do collective readings, and uh, I will be happy to have you there as my listener too, and um, if you feel called to connect, if you feel called to share with me um, how this reading resonated, and um, yeah, like how this reading resonated, and um, how it helped you, how it inspired you um, to try, you know, to live in the present moment, feel free to connect, like to, to feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. And uh, that's it. That's all for you for today. And we are getting to the pile number two. Okay, pile two, your identifying card was the ring. And I'm going to ignore it for now. I'm not going to look at it for now. Um, and like, like I usually do. I mean, no. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that uh, I don't usually look at the identifier card, identifying card um, in the very beginning. Uh, it's just that, like, as the reading goes, it starts bringing some additional flavor to the reading. And when I feel like it makes sense, when I feel like I have now clarity why you chose this card... Um, I will share with you what I feel and what I sense and what I see. But for now, we are just going to keep it aside, to to put it aside and like not pay attention to it. But like, yeah, but your identifying card was the ring and we'll see what it's about later. So the first question was, what is haunting you from the past? And I need to say to you, because I didn't say it in the very beginning uh, for pile one and later I, I still had to uh, share this information with them so I feel called like I need to share this information with you too uh, I'm doing the reading today um, on with a new deck and I'm not familiar with this deck yet and um, this is why it takes me some time to receive the message but what's special about this deck is that it's sexual magic tarot by Laura Twan. Laura Twan, 
and Mauro de Luca. Ma Mauro? Mauro? Mauro de Luca. And, um, like, it has sexual images on there. I, uh, I really, I fell in love with this deck when I saw it. Um, but, like, I'm doing the reading that is not sexual on it. And, like, it's not something new for me because I have a Manara deck. The Tarot Manara. It's also, also a sexual-themed uh, tarot deck. And, like, um, it's not a problem for me. I just I just love working with different decks because, like, it helps me, um, I don't know, to, like, when I get used to one deck, um, it sometimes stops being fun for me. Um, I work with a deck that I'm familiar with and, like, the second I pulled a card... I know what it's about, and sometimes it's boring for me. Sometimes I like, uh, you know, mixing some decks and using a few in one reading or ordering new ones because it keeps me entertained during reading. I don't know if it makes sense to you, but it makes total sense to me. A total. It makes total sense to me. So, yeah. So, I ordered a new deck, and it's Sexual Magic, and the pictures there are sexual, and I thought that it was irrelevant, and this is why I didn't say in the very beginning of a reading of the reading for pile one about this. But then I had to explain because, like, the pictures made sense. Like, um, I had to explain what's going on on the cards uh, to give this additional to explain additional meaning that I see, and. Um, it probably will happen for you too, and this is why I need to warn you that, like, it's a sexual tarot. But it doesn't mean that your reading will be sexual. It's just that, you know, pictures bring different <clears throat> additional meanings and additional explanations. That's why I love working with pictures and with different decks and with different styles and, uh, <clears throat> you know, of um, imagery. And so, like, the first question that we'll look at is what is haunting you from the past? What's haunting you from the past that you can't let go of? Um, let's see. It's Ten of Pentacles. And here's a woman um, enjoying herself. And she's like, there is a man near her. But he's, like, looking at her. And um, not touching her, you know, she's like, it feels like she's waiting for him to touch her and he's not. He's like thinking about something. He's looking somewhere else. And what I want to say is that like, mm, let me think, because like I started explaining to you exactly like immediately what I see because it's Ten of Pentacles and it doesn't make sense like as a negative card as something that is haunting you from the past. But um, when I started explaining, when I started um, describing to you what I see on the card, it started making sense to me. You know what I, what I think and what I see and what I feel is that what's haunting you from the past is this feeling that you don't deserve what you have. You're like this man on the picture where there is life that is open to you and expecting you to come and, you know... Um, take this, like, accept this abundance, and you're looking somewhere else. You're working on some, on some, oh my god, this is such a beautiful message. 
you're working on something else and you're like, no, I'm not there yet. Uh, and this is what we often do, like this is what people in personal development and spiritual development do a lot. They ignore the fact that they don't feel worthy of their desires already, just as they are. And they keep working towards their desires. They keep working to earn, you know, what they want. And they keep doing all the shadow work and all the practices and like staying in the vibe. But they forget about this this very crucial part of um, manifesting, which is accepting and receiving. And um, you need to look in front of you and receive what you already have. Because you already have so much in your life that wants to be enjoyed by you. And you keep working on yourself. And like what's haunting you from the past is this, uh, this feeling, this sense of not being worthy of what you want and um, working on trying to deserve it. Because like it's just a pattern that needs to be broken already, that needs to be healed. You're already worthy. You don't need to deserve anything. And just let it sink in. Just, just you know, sit down and close your eyes if you can right now. And just let this sink in. And just, you know, accept this, this knowing, accept this information that you don't need to deserve anything. It's an illusion that you need to deserve anything. Like, you need to deserve what you want in life. It's just like somebody who raised you, gave you this idea this paradigm you know because like it was easy to control you that way but now you get to refuse to see the world this way to see your life this way there's nothing you need to prove you don't need to deserve anything you're already worthy of everything that you want and you can just choose and accept imagine just like um imagine that you go to a store like with the clothes that you enjoy and you have all the money in the world like imagine that you're just so abundant or even you can imagine that like um what is the example that i want to give you imagine that somebody pays for you imagine that you have a friend who is like i want to treat you like i have enough money and I just want you to choose anything and everything that you want here in the store. And you're just like, you know, and you're picking and you're trying things and you're choosing and you're deciding what you want. And like, imagine now that you chose a few things that you really enjoyed and this person is ready to pay for them but on top of it all you feeling called to de to like to deserve it somehow and you offer um the the people that work in the store you offer them to mop the floors to you know to dust shelves to, uh, to i don't know to maybe work with other customers uh because like you feel like you need to deserve to deserve like what you want you know like this is what you do this is what many of us do with our desires where there is like this universe <laughs> there's this 
source energy that is unconditional love that wants to give us everything that we want. And she's like, okay, choose. I like how I said the source energy and then I said she. I like it. I'm thinking about it now. Like, it's so beautiful that it's a she. And she's like, okay, I'm willing to give you everything that you want. Just name. Just choose what you want. And just, you know, accept it and receive it. Be ready to receive it. And you're like, but I didn't deserve it yet. I need to do extra work. And this is what you do, you know. You're trying to deserve what is already yours. And this is what's haunting you from the past. This is the pattern that, um, you know, it's not a bad part pattern. Pattern. It's not a bad pattern. It's it's your coping mechanism. It what help. It's what helped you survive when you were younger. Uh, it's just that, you know, back then you made a conclusion that this is how life works, and it's not. It's just how your caregivers worked. That's all. Not the whole life. The whole life works differently. And, um, yeah, you need to just heal that. You just need to heal that. Okay, let's look at at uh, question number two. And the question number two was, how can you bury it for good? How can you bury it for good? This, you know, um, inability to just receive. How can you bury it for good? Okay. Let's see. Mm, it's ten of wands. Wow, you have ten of pentacles, ten of wands. Um, and like you have a ring, like your identifying card was a ring. Like it's abundance, abundance, abundance. Abundance is everywhere around you. You're surrounded by abundance, you just don't see it. And like if you're now sitting there thinking like, yeah, well, if it's abundance everywhere around me, then where is it? It's because your filters, you know, are not... Mm. how do I say it? I don't know how to, pro how to not pronounce. Like, how do I want to finish this sentence in English? I'm not sure. Like, you're filtering this shit out because you're looking for, for new and new ways to deserve, to work hard before you will feel, before you feel um, deserving to receive, you know? And this is why you filter all this abundance out. And like, what's not important for you, your mind won't show you. And uh, you need to let your mind, let your brain know that what's important for you is seeing abundance and receiving abundance. And how you do that? You start receiving abundance from where you already are in life. Like, and this is what I said in the beginning, right? Like there's so so much there's so much around you already that wants to be enjoyed by you. But you choose to work instead. You know, instead of enjoying. Oh my god. You choose to work instead of enjoying. And like it resonates with me so much because yesterday I um I was procrastinating a lot and it didn't work and I didn't enjoy either. Like I couldn't shift like I wanted to to be productive and to do a lot of like things that I planned uh, to do and I didn't I was procrastinating and I was torturing myself this doesn't happen often to me but sometimes it still does I couldn't just decide for myself like okay I guess now we are I guess today we are 
chilling, you know, and just enjoy each moment and just actually chill. I couldn't do it. And I was just uh, being upset about it. I was um, trying to work, but but unable to work, you know, and I was like, um, really suffering inside instead of just relaxing and enjoying the moment. And like, um, what's the question? The question was, uh, how can you bury it for good? And it's like the message is similar to what it was if, like for pile one. And I need to tell you that if you were choosing between pile one and pile two and you chose pile two, if you feel called, listen to yourself and trust yourself. But if you feel called, maybe listen to pile two, to, to pile one, too. Because like the message was a little bit familiar. I'm um, No, not familiar. A little bit similar, but not really. Uh, but like the the answer here is like how can you bury it for good is actually actively enjoy it just actively set intention on like I'm going to enjoy what I have and like being the present moment being your body and actually enjoy what you have because it's so important you know and the like uh, if you were interested in the imagery, since it's the sexual magic tarot, it's just there's just a couple making love, and um, somewhere in the flowers, in some uh, I don't know near a lake or somewhere I don't know like, but they're just doing it, and you know, like if again this is why I felt called to share with you uh, that I'm working with the sexual magic tarot because. Um, like the, how pictures, how the imagery on the pictures shifts from card to card, from message to message, like we can't not look at it because, um, what's, what, what was haunting you from the past, there was this guy who was not in the moment enjoying, like there was, there is this woman who is like ready for love and he's looking somewhere else and, um, on, in the second question, how you can bury it for good is actually, hey, look what you have here. And, like, look at this woman and go make love to her. Because, like, she's right in front of you and she's waiting for you and you're somewhere else. Like, pay attention to what surrounds you and enjoy it, you know. Receive it. Receive love right now. And like, oh my god, I'm so amazed by this deck already. It's so good. Holy shit, it's so good. It's just that like when I work with Manara deck, I don't usually feel called to share what's on the picture because like I um, I understand the meaning, I, I understand the message and like it's not sexual, you know, and I don't have to explain what I see on the picture. I didn't feel, I, I almost never felt called almost never felt, yeah, that's right, almost never felt called to share uh, what's on the picture. And here, like, the image, the images are so good, I can't not share them with you because how they shift from one message to another is so valuable and so important and I'm so excited about this deck. Holy guacamole. Okay. Um, and so, like, deck, or I mean deck, um, question number three is what do you need to bring back to life that will benefit you? Um, let's see, I pulled two cards here. Uh, what do you need to bring back to life that will benefit you? Is 
We have... Oh my god, you guys. The cards today. Um, so you had Ten of Pentacles and Ten of Wands. And now you have Queen of Pentacles and the Empress. What you need to bring back to life that will benefit you is your queendom. You know, your sense of... Um, I want to say entitlement, although I know that it's a bad... Like, people use it in a, sen in a sentence... <laughs> in sentences, as something bad. So I guess there is another word that would uh, explain it as a good thing, but I don't know that word. I'm sorry. I'm like, English is not my first language. So I will say entitlement, but you know what I mean, right? Um, feel entitled to all the abundance that's happening like around you that you want um, like, like it, it's if it as if you would get into that, like go into that store with that person who wants to pay for you, and you would be like, okay, everybody, I can buy. Like my friend told me that I can buy, I can have, I can get, I can receive whatever I want here. Oh my God, I'm gonna choose the best. Okay, bring me this and this and this and this and this. I will try on everything here that I like and I will choose everything because like I will take advantage of the situation, you know, because my friend wants to open-heartedly give me everything that I choose here and I'm going to use, like I'm going to take this opportunity and to actually enjoy this process. Oh my God, everything I point my finger at will be mine in this store and I'm so excited about this. You know, this energy. And like, um, the question was what you need to bring back to life. It feels like, it seems to me that you had this attitude before, but somebody made you think that it's a bad thing. Maybe it was back in, I mean, yeah, back in your childhood. Because children are like that. They just go to the store and they're like, oh my God, all the all these toys are mine. I want this one and this one and this one. And then the caregivers usually uh, start explaining that, okay, no, I don't have money. We don't have money. We can't buy that. Okay, choose this or that, you know. And this is how we learn that this mentality is how this life works. It's either this or that. And then there is like an abundance coach that tells you it's not either or, it's both end. And you're like... And you're trying to implement that and you're, try and you're trying to uh, learn to live by this rule now. But it's harder for you because like, you know, because I like how Jen Sincero said that uh, it's the little prince that rules our life. And like what we learned in our childhood still rules our life, still like how our life works for us. And it's just because we didn't know better and we just trusted our caregivers, you know. And so what you need to bring back to life that will benefit you is this, first of all, uh, okay, let's see at the images on the picture. Um, the first one is Queen of Pentacles, and there is this woman uh, looking at her in the mirror. It's interesting that there is mirror. There is There was mirror on the first card where there was this woman ready for love and this man that was not looking at her. And the woman is laying lying on the couch. And there is a mirror on the ceiling. And like she she doesn't look at herself. But there is a mirror. 
And here, the Queen of Pentacles also has a mirror in front of her, but she's looking at herself. She's enjoying herself and she's in, like there is a man um, touching her foot and like she's enjoying, she's receiving his adoration, you know. Is it the right word? Adoration? Like he adores her and she's receiving that. She's like, yes, I know, I'm the queen, you know. So bring back this attitude of like everything in life is for me and now I'm looking at the ring card that helped you choose and it's again about like um you know what I see like the image that I now received is that um like imagine that you bought a ring and it's so beautiful it's so like so precious so shiny so amazing so expensive and you just hide it and you are not wearing it because like you're scared or you just saved it because like it's your asset now and in case of emergency you will be able to sell it and you're not wearing it you're not owning having that ring you know put it on and let the whole world know that you're that queen who has that expensive and shiny and gorgeous ring and, like, she's not scared because all life works to her advantage, you know? Works for her, on her. And is ready to spoil her with, like, dozens of rings like that. And the Empress card, um, there is just a, like, there is no man on this card. There is just a woman and she's, like, sitting on her throne. And, um... It's telling me that, like, you also need to pay attention to yourself. Like, focus on yourself and what, like, because, you know, everything that is happening in your life is about you and you. It's about the relationship between you and you. And um, when we focus on how we need to deserve it, there is some third party involved, right? Like, we need to deserve um something it means that like we need to please something or someone so we could receive it like in in the example with the store you would you felt like i mean like the example that i gave right um you felt like you need to please other people who work in the store so you would be like you would deserve or maybe uh, I don't know, um, maybe you felt like you need to impress and please the friend that wants to give you everything, like he wants to buy everything for you. Like there is somebody, you know, uh, that you need to please. And the message here is focus on yourself. Uh, bring the focus, bring your attention, like bring your resources back to yourself and pleasing yourself. And it's about your relationship with life. And life wants to give you what life has, you know. I think that with the store, it would be even a better example. If, for example, your friend had a store. And you would, like, uh, this friend would, would invite you to the store. And say that, like, it's on me. You can choose everything. And that way, you feel like you need to deserve it, you know. You're like, oh my god. Um, it's not mine and like this person will pay for it and I feel like 
if I get it for free, then I need to work in the store a little bit. <laughs> so I would deserve it somehow. And um, like when we take this meta metaphor and we use it like in terms of the universe, uh, where everything that surrounds us is universe and the universe is ready to give us so much more that is also a universe. And we don't have to deserve anything because we are also universe. And this is why it's like the relationship between you and you. You are that universe and you um, have this uh, image of something bigger than you that is not you, you know, that is just like, I don't know, the word sugar daddy came to mind. That you need to deserve it somehow, but that's not like that's not exactly r the right way to look at things. It's just that you are a part of this universe, and this is why you can accept what's yours. Your home, you know. Now imagine that it's your store, and you like the things that uh, surround you. You bought them, and like you're going to sell them. It's your store. And you can choose what, what you want and not pay for it, you know? Or, like, I don't know how exactly it works. Let's imagine that it's not your store, it's your home. And you bought so many great things for your home. And you're not using them because you feel like you need to deserve them somehow. It's your home. You can take everything that you want in there and enjoy it and use it, you know? And this is how it is with life and with the universe. You're part of the universe. Like, you are the universe. And everything that you want, you can give to you. I remember this example that Abraham Hicks was give, uh, um, gave once. Um, they said that, like, this um, image of Santa Claus. Imagine, like, there are kids... Uh, and there is the Santa Claus who gets to decide who is a good boy and who is a good girl or who is a bad boy and, or a bad girl, you know, and like who deserves presents and who doesn't. And now you have to understand that you are that Santa Claus that is doing it to you. The universe is open and ready to give you everything that you want. And it's you who sits there and decides, was I a good girl or a bad girl? Do I deserve this or not? You can just deserve, I mean, you can just decide that you deserve everything. And this is so important for you. Like, stop working towards, like, stop earning the things that you want. Just receive them. Be open to receive them. Look at it as, like, you can choose everything. And the universe is limitless. What are you trying to deserve and who are you trying to please? You're not pleasing yourself when you're doing that, you know. You can just choose and have. And, like, this is the message for you. Just put that ring on. Wear it. Own it. Love yourself unconditionally. Because the universe does. Why don't you? Enjoy your life more. This is such a, 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 a beautiful... I was going to say a good and a beautiful... Um, this is such a beautiful and good message. And I want to leave you with this message. And yeah, and that's it for today. Pile 2, thank you so much for, um, you know, spending time with me, for choosing my podcast to help you uh, get clarity, gain clarity, understand yourself and like what's going on with you better. And 
I appreciate you. If you feel called to share what resonated, um, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. And um, I also want to remind you that I have a podcast, I have another podcast called Joyous to Be. It's my solo podcast where I just share some inspiring ideas and like some of my thoughts and also do collective readings sometimes. And I will be so happy to have you there as my listener too. And uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Have a good day um, and I will talk to you next time. And let's get into the reading for pile number three. Okay, pile number three. Your identifying card was a tree or the tree. No, it was a tree. I want to see the tree of life. Oh, sorry. I, th- I hope it wasn't loud. Um, I want to say it's a tree of life, but we'll see. Like, it's just a tree for now. A very beautiful, abundant, strong, powerful tree. But that's all I will say for now. Um, we will just start answering questions and, um, then somewhere, um, in the middle of the reading, I will feel called to share with you what the identifying card is all about, because usually how, this is usually how it goes. I don't read into it in the very beginning and I just like somewhere in the middle, I start receiving, I start seeing and feeling and sensing um, this additional flavor that the identifying card gives to the reading and like and this is where I will share it with you and it will all make sense to us but for now let's just start answering questions and um, I want to say to you um, like I said to pile one and pile two that like I didn't feel it was necessary <laughs> to share this in the very beginning Uh, that I'm using a new deck that I'm not familiar with yet um, for this reading. And it's the Sexual Magic Tarot by Laura Twan and the artwork by Mauro Mauro De Luca. Mauro De Luca. And um, I didn't feel it was necessary to say that because, like, I have one more, um, like, sexual-themed tarot, which is Tarot Manara. And I often do readings with the help of this deck and I just almost never feel called to share what's on the card because I'm able to, you know, to get the message and to just translate it into like whatever situation, whatever area we are talking about. And like this is why I didn't feel that it was necessary to share with you that I'm using the sexual magic tarot. But the images on this card I just feel called to share with you uh, what's on them oftentimes. Like, I did feel um, like sharing what's on the card for pile one and for pile two, what's on the cards. And this will probably be the case with you too. And this is why, like, I need to tell you that it's a sexual-themed tarot. It doesn't mean that, like, your message will be... uh, Your reading will be... Uh, about sex, you know, about your like sexual life or something. No, it, it was this was not my intention. And your reading will be about like um, what's going on with you and what's coming up for you and how to uh, heal that, you know, how to alchemize that. But I will share probably, I will probably feel called to share with you mm, the images because they are like, I did 
readings for pile one and pile two, and I'm in love with this deck now for sure. I was in love with this deck when I saw the the pictures um, in the store, but like now I'm working with it, and I love it because how the imagery changes from you know from one card to another, from one message to another, from one question to another, is like it's so good and it has so much meaning hidden in the imagery that like I'm just amazed and like I'm so excited to work with this deck uh I love this deck and so and like actually now that I'm thinking about it it chose me again this is again the case where this deck chose me uh because I was looking for another one I was looking for um, a tiny um right away uh, like um, what's it called it's just right away i wonder i was going to say rider weight smith but like why smith oh maybe because it's eugene smith artwork by eugene smith like i was looking for a tiny classic tarot for a tiny classic tarot i wanted tiny cards and so I was looking for a deck like that, and I found this one, and I was like, oh, I was not planning to to buy it, but I love it, let's buy it. And now I'm working with it, and it's just, like, so good. I needed it, and I didn't know that I needed it. Like, my spirit team knew that I needed this deck. It's so, so good, oh, holy crap. Okay, um, so let's work with it. Let's um, get to the reading. So the first question was what's haunting you from the past. Let's see what's haunting you from the past. Um, so it's the star card. And uh, again, like, I get confused because usually it's a positive card, right? And uh, when we think about something that is haunting you from the past, it's usually something, like, it's supposed to be something negative or something, Right? And here this woman, and she is, uh, like, on, when we look at classic tarot, uh, and the, on the picture, like, on the star card, usually a woman pours uh, water on the ground, right? And here there's men, and she's pouring water on him, and this is what I noticed the first thing. Um, like what's haunting you from the past is I feel like it's your desire to please people, your desire to, uh, you know, pour more into others than yourself. And you are like this, like right now with this question in this reading, I feel like the star card um, is about like, I feel clearly the words self-neglect it's like you're not following your dreams you're not putting yourself first in life you are like this how do i describe it uh not described it how do i describe it um it's like there is somebody in your life that shines bright like a star you know shines bright like a diamond and you are this grayish figure that is 
um, I'm hearing this song by Britney Spears. Like, I was born to make you happy. Like, you're not in the center of your life. This is what's been haunting you from the past. This um, idea, maybe this way of life. And, you know, it resonates a little bit with what we talked about with um, pile number two. So if you were choosing between pile two and pile three and you chose pile three, trust yourself. If you feel cold, maybe listen to pile two because it's a little bit about that, but not really. But like we talked about this, um, that it's a way of life that you learned um, somewhere earlier in your life, maybe in your childhood, that you need to be quiet and you need to, uh, you know, uh, not shine bright and dim your light um, because you need to put somebody else and somebody else's needs first to survive, you know, to feel... Uh, okay to feel more or less safe in your life and um, back then uh, like this coping mechanism helped you survive but you back then learned that this is how life is you know and it's not how life is it's just how your caregivers were maybe if we're talking about your childhood Um, like and now you need to learn that that like you want different And the message, I mean, the question was what's haunting you from the past and what's haunting you is that like you want to put your life first. You know, the star card is supposed to be about you following your path, following your dreams and you want to do that, you're ready to do that. But there is this program where you're not allowing yourself to follow your dreams because you still feel like you need to please someone else. And you keep putting everybody else first and not you. And this is what's been haunting you from the past. Let's see, the next question was, um, how can you bury it for good? How can you bury it for good? Um, You know, you need to forgive. I'm thinking, you just need to forgive. You need to forgive your past. You need to forgive those who made you think that like you're not worthy, you're not good enough. And um, you need to... Um, I'm thinking... like It's a hermit card. And it's interesting that uh, both cards are from Major Arcana. Um, but like there is this hermit sitting and like he's looking at the candle and there is a couple making love somewhere near him but he's not looking at them he's not joining them you know he's like just sitting there and he's not even like they don't concern him at all and I want to say that like how you can bury it for good is that you need to leave past in the past. You need you need to let bygones be bygones, and you need to, um, I don't know. Maybe it's a card, a cord cutting um, practice. Like you need to somehow explain to your inner child that what what happened in the past stays in the past, and right now, like it doesn't define who you are. It doesn't define your life. It doesn't define what you are worthy of, what you deserve in life. 
it's just the past and it doesn't have to mean anything about your present life. You need to choose differently. You want to choose differently. You want to put yourself first and maybe it's about going against the grain. I feel like um I feel like you know you're trying to chase something like this people pleasing this trying to please everybody except you is also about that um you're chasing somebody else's dreams you think that you need to chase some sort of success that feels like success to whoever like to society to maybe your caregivers to i don't know to someone but not you like you want something else you want something different you want to follow your dreams you want to follow your guidance and it's time for you to you know to maybe accept the fact that um for others you may never be good enough it like it resonates with my story and maybe it's easier for me to just uh, share with you um how it resonates with my story with me um and you will take from this like what you want to take from this what what ser- what will serve you but it reminds me of um when i was like 26 26 27 years old uh i was also following this vision this version of success that my parents had and it was like having a job and being in a relationship and like getting ready to build a family be a wife and a mother you know and this is what i was chasing and um i didn't even hear i didn't even know exactly what i wanted i just felt that this life didn't resonate um i had a job i was looking uh, for a relationship i just got out of um one very big and like very abusive relationship and i felt incomplete i felt like there's something wrong with me and together with all those feelings i also felt like like what's wrong with me why can't i be like every other normal person i keep feeling like is there like is isn't there more to this life is that it am i just destined to go for work like to go to work every day and to just like i don't even know what i want but i feel like i don't want that and i want something different i want to feel excited every day i want to do something that fills me up every day and like i want to feel good every day you know and i don't and it was important for me back then to accept me and to choose me i chose me actually a couple years later um but back then you know the first uh, thing that i that like the first time i actually chose me back then when i was like 26 uh 26 or 27 was that i accepted that maybe i don't want a relationship for now and it was a big thing like on my podcast joys to be i have um I have two episodes called my love story uh where I was sharing that like uh you know I'm not the only one I'm sure like uh, it's just how girls are socialized uh but like I felt 
um, that when I'm not in a relationship, there's something wrong with me. And like we get conditioned like that uh, from like early years uh, that like when we were t- when I was a teenager, it was like, uh, you know, people, some relatives, some, I don't know, my parents, friends uh, would often ask me like, are you in a relationship right now? And I'm like, and like, if I say no, they're like, oh no, <laughs> why? You're so beautiful. Like, you must have a, a lot of guys interested in you, something like that. Like, being single was, uh, like, it meant that there's something wrong with me, you know? And back then, like, when I was 26, the first major step that I took in accepting myself um, and, like, being willing to disappoint my parents uh, was that, like, I realized that I don't want to be in a relationship. I realized that, like, after my um, last breakup back then, I realized that I didn't know how to build relationships that I wanted. And the relationships I could build, I didn't want because they were abusive and, like, I wanted something else. In my dreams, the relationship was different and I didn't know how to build that relationship. And I realized, like, I decided for myself that if I don't meet um my prince charming i will like i'm ready to be single for the rest of my life and it was so scary to first admit it to myself and then it was even scarier to say it to my mom and i remember when i was sharing this with her my voice was shaking but i was determined you know and i remember that she was like okay um and like she took it easier <laughs> than I thought she would. And now I can say that, like, it's it was very uncommon for my mom to accept it, like, that easy. But it was because energetically I was ready to, um, you know, to stay true to myself. No matter what she decides, no matter what she says, I was like, I made up my mind. And she felt that energy. And um, this is why she was like, okay. But why am I telling you the story? Is that um, I feel like you right now, like in the, the question, the second question was, how can you bury it for good? And it was people pleasing and putting everybody else first and not you, you know. How you, how you can bury it is like live past in the past and leave those versions of success that society sees as success but you don't in the past too leave those things in the past because your success your happiness looks different and it's time for you to choose you and it's time for you to let past be the past and maybe make peace with the fact that uh, some people will never be pleased with you no matter how like no matter how much you try and like Every time you spend uh, a lot of energy trying to please them, you betray yourself. Don't do that to yourself. And like, if you feel called, listen to those episodes on my podcast. I also have, I wanted to share with you some other. Um, there is an episode called My Story, where I shared my uh, how I started my you know spiritual growth journey. And there are two 
episodes about um, staying true to... Uh, no, I mean, there are two episodes about my love story. I'll, I'll write it down. Um, love story. Love story. Story. Two episodes. And my story. I will leave to you... Uh, like, I will leave in the show notes... Uh, numbers of those episodes in the joyous to be podcast and if you feel cold listen to like if you resonated with my story that i shared with you right now maybe it will be healing for you to hear my story um, in those three episodes and maybe you will you know maybe it will be healing for you and maybe you will um, take some something from those stories i mean from those episodes from my story because I feel like you need to choose yourself and you need to be with yourself. And like maybe if it's about relationship and maybe if you were thinking that right now you probably need to be alone but you're scared, like if we're talking about relationship and it was on your mind, then this is a message for you that yes, you thought right, you felt right, you need to be alone for a while. You need to take care of yourself. You need to learn how to treat yourself better. You need to learn how to... Put yourself first and then from that perspective you will be able to build a healthier relationship, you know? Um, yeah. So let's look at card number three. And the question number three was what do you need to bring back to life that will benefit you? What do you need to bring back to life that will benefit you? Yeah, and it's again about like your... It's about you, your interests, your... And yeah, we talked about it. Oh, where do I did we talk about it? Pile two, pile one. About a child that just, uh, like, entitled. Yeah, we talked about it in pile two. Again, if you feel called to hear a message for... The message for pile two, um, listen to it. Because here I want to also say that, like, pay attention to yourself. Take what you need. Take care of yourself first. And I want to also, mm, like, I want to mention that, like, the third question is about what you need to bring back to life. Like, you had this quality within you, inside you sometime early maybe like in your earlier life and this is where like for pile two i was giving this example that maybe it was in your childhood because children are like that they don't feel like they need to deserve something or please someone they get to a you know what's it called toy store toy toy store it's called something else but i don't know kids store and like they look at all the toys and they're like, okay, I want this one and this one and this one and this one. And then uh, the caregivers start programming them and explaining them like, you can't have this. We don't have money for this. And you can choose either this or that. And this is when the child learns that like, this is how life works. And you can't have everything in life. You can just choose either or and you need to deserve it and you need to be a good girl or a good boy to deserve it you know 
and like this is not how life works this is how your caregivers worked with all the air programming you know and now you need to leave this past in the past and you need to heal those programs and you need to learn how to live on your terms and to like oh my god i feel like uh, the message that um, like the reading for pile number two will be so healing for you too so yeah again trust yourself but if you feel called to listen to pile two listen to it choose you what you need to bring back to life is your focus on yourself um like be attuned to your desires to what you want and start acting in your best interest instead of pleasing everybody else and yes maybe they will feel like you're betraying them but like you tried uh, this is also the message that i shared in like in my story episode on joys to be where i said that like uh, at the age of 28 my parents my mom told me that they would my dad and her would love to be proud of me but I didn't build a career in an oil company. I didn't get married and I don't have kids. And like, there's nothing to be proud of. And it broke my heart back then. It was so painful. Uh, but it it led me to a um, decision that I made. That like, I tried for 28 years to please them. And I tried to be a good girl, a mommy's girl. And do everything that they want me to do. And I still didn't please them and they still are not proud of me and I'm not happy. And maybe from now on, I will do what pleases me because I will at least make one person happy and it's me because I can't make them happy, obviously. And um, like, this is what I want to tell you now, that it's time for you to choose you. And even if they... um, Think that you betray them, so be it. Because you've been betraying yourself for so long. And um, I'm looking at the tree, <clears throat> at the tree that was your identifying card. And you know what I see here now, and why it was your identifying card? It's like um, you honor too much your past. You honor your past too much. And it like you honor it that much that you can't, you're not letting yourself grow into a separate tree. You are still trying to be roots, you know, the support system for other trees. And you were born here to be a separate tree. So you need to like, you know grow into a tree you need to let yourself grow in your direction that you choose and it may be different and we talked about living past in the past also in uh, the reading for pile one so if you were choosing between pile one and pile three and you feel called to listen to pile three listen to that one but I want to say that like, you need to let yourself grow and you need to let yourself be separate from those around you, you know? You need to let yourself be different. Because I feel like, like the feeling that I get now 
is that like all your life you feel like it's passing you by and you're like you're looking at it and you're thinking that is that all and why am I here it doesn't feel fun it doesn't look fun it's just not fun and I feel like you have this numbness where you choose to not feel a thing because because it's painful to feel for you and uh, I'm sorry you feel this way and at the same time I know exactly what you feel because I felt like that too if I'm like I felt that I'm not capable of feeling happy and this is like if I open my heart to feel I just feel a lot of pain and it's so painful for me to feel and I choose not to and um, yeah it took me a lot of like it took me um, I would say what 2018 2019 2020 it took me three years of shadow work to heal all that all this grief you know that I kept inside for so long um I I I can't say that it took me three years to feel happy no it maybe took me a year to feel happy because the first year I was just um healing my triggers and forgiving everybody and forgiving myself many 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 times in every relationship where I let people you know walk all over me and abuse me and then I was able to actually feel good feelings because like before that uh, feeling good was blocked in me because I was trying to suppress all the uh, grief of like you know um, sadness anger and I needed to let it all out and it's time for you to think of yourself to take what you need to take care of yourself, you know. And yeah, you maybe uh, will feel alone on this journey for a while. And you will feel like nobody gets you uh, from your circle. I also have one more um, episode on my podcast that is called... Um, when your family doesn't support you or something like that, I will write it down too. When your family doesn't support you. I will also leave the number of that episode in the show notes for you to listen. And um, I hope it will be helpful for you. But yeah, this is your reading, Pile 3. Um... I'm sending you a virtual hug and um, if you want to talk about it, send me a DM on Instagram. The link is in the show notes and um, yeah, listen to those episodes that I mentioned. Listen to the reading for, actually, you know, the reading for both piles, for pile one and for pile two will also be helpful to you, I feel. And also the episodes from the Joyce to Be podcast. Because you are not, you now, like, 
you know, I felt sad a little bit to, I feel sad to finish on this note because I would love to give you good news. But for you, like right now, I was, um, I wanted to say that it's actually not a bad reading because like, I remember myself feeling like that. And um, I, when I was hearing more and more from different teachers, this message that you need to take care of yourself, you need to to be more selfish, you need to make yourself happy, you need to uh, stop caring about everybody else and pleasing everybody else, you need to to please you, it was a good message, it was a powerful message, I needed to hear that, and this is why I refuse to think that this is a negative reading for you, it's a positive reading, like it's a wake-up call, it's time, like it's a permission slip also to think about you to be more selfish, to take care of you more. And like, there are all these truths that I felt called to share with you that were so important for me that I'm now giving to you. The truth that like, you need to make yourself happy, that if you keep pleasing everybody else, you won't be happy. Your happiness is not in the pleasing uh, of everybody else. And they won't ever be 100% pleased with you, you know? And, um, like, you need to live your life, you need to let yourself grow, and you need to trust yourself where, when your success, when your version of success and happiness doesn't look like what society thinks happiness and success is, because you have your own version, you have your own vision, and you need to trust yourself, you know, and basically, like, if you're new here, Welcome to my podcast, <laughs> welcome to um, my world, and um, I want to encourage you to follow my other podcast, Joyous to Be, because like, this is my path, choosing me, setting boundaries, learning how to trust myself, um, learning to trust the universe and abundance, and... Um, maybe keeping my distance with my family members because they don't get me. This is all that I've been through. And this is why your message resonates so deeply with me. It's like, I feel like this message is for me, um, like when I was 28, you know, even 27 maybe. And now I'm 33, almost 34. I will be 34 in January. Um, but like yeah welcome to my world and i'm sure you will help you will find a lot of helpful helpful information on my joys to be podcast um yeah and this is what i want to leave you with i'm with you everything is okay you can do it but trust yourself and it takes courage you know it takes decisiveness also the theme of the message for pile one. So yeah, maybe first what you need to do is to um, start listening to this episode from the very beginning. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. From the very beginning, listen to pile one and pile two. <coughs> okay, <laughs> bless me. And then after you're done with this podcast, um, I mean, after you're done with this, with readings for pile one and pile two, you will have things to process and to think about. And maybe after that, uh, I mean, not 
right away, but maybe find time to listen to the episodes that I mentioned in my Joyous to Be podcast. Uh, that will always, always, that will also be helpful. And then you will maybe feel called to uh, listen to some other episodes on that podcast um, based on the titles. And uh, yeah, and that's all I want to say to you. You're okay. I love you. And um, thank you so much for choosing my podcast. Thank you so much for spending time with me. For choosing my podcast too, um, you know, to guide you, to give you more clarity uh, on your path, on your journey to yourself and to your happiness, the way you see it and feel it and want it. And uh, yeah, I will be. I will also be very happy to have you as a listener on my Joyce to Be podcast. And um, that's all. Have a good day and I will talk to you next time. I love you. Kisses.